0: Welcome everybody to the Christian podcast, <laughs> I'm your host Shane, oh man, I know that you really did not, my my goal today was to make an intro that you really <laughs> hated, um, did I succeed? Smash,
1: that Smash Mouse CD yeah. was one of the first you've ever bought.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know. so so did did you hate it or were you like oh this actually is great. didn't mind that one ah yeah <laughs> I didn't mind that Oh one. yeah perfect well well we're here hey so uh, so today is what the the day after the Super Bowl yep it is the day after it's Monday yeah uh, the city of Philly is completely gone
1: yeah it's it's, it's they announced it disappeared today. it disappeared but we um, are joined by um, a friend I guess I guess <laughs> I guess you call him that <laughs> um, and this. This uh, kid, yeah, used to be in our youth group. That's right, and he was in my small group, and now he's going to be a doctor. Uh huh. And you're, and he's in. I don't some some weird country yeah. doing doing. <laughs> I don't know. Doing I can doctor remember, stuff. Yeah. Uh, but welcome, uh, uh, our friend AJ Vivek. What's up, AJ?
2: Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> where, where are you at again? I'm in Grenada, West Indies.
1: I have no clue where yeah. that is. So that's just
0: somewhere in the ocean. It's <laughs> I yeah, assume.
2: it's all it's, it's between Florida and the Dominican Republic. It's an international med school.
0: Isn't that Cuba? Uh
2: nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it Cuba somewhere around there? No, that's just it's, not it's, correct. It's actually, it's actually, a lot of people a lot of people um go uh honeymooning in Saint Lucia, you know where that is? Yeah, uh, yeah, yes, yeah. I know that. that's a like yes, Caribbean. So it, it's literally like I could swim there. I, uh, I really couldn't. I couldn't swim, <laughs> but, but it's I, close. It's but close. you could build
0: yeah. a raft, and Tom Hanks it, right from Castaway yeah. over Everyone there. Everyone knows
2: I can't really swim. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, I just stay
1: alive. Yeah. <laughs> I survived. <laughs> AJ, um, tell us about your youth group experience with with us and being. Um, yeah, cause, uh, cause in we my were, small group. We were
0: both. Well, we were you both were AJ's youth pastor. So this is the first like kid from the youth group who's no longer a kid. Who's an adult now? Who who we've had on the podcast? So you can give some insight. <laughs> I mean, into you had really Anthony.
2: Where... You had Anthony, right? Oh yeah, yeah, we did have Anthony. But <laughs> yeah. that,
0: Anthony's a little different too because we've known him since he was born. Like yeah. I used to yeah. babysit him. So yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, youth group was awesome. I mean, everyone knows who's like the only person I cared about, and that was Topper. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> and,
1: and the podcast listeners would be like, I agree with him
0: on yeah, that. Yeah, Topper's <laughs> <is laughs> the best. Everybody knows it.
2: I mean, I wanted to. I literally only came to youth group because one day I saw. Topper shooting around and he was wearing a polo and he was looking all suave and he was hitting the <laughs> hitting the shots, so I was like, I gotta come. Yeah. I gotta take lessons. It's,
0: it's rare to find somebody who looks suave in a polo playing basketball and is actually good at basketball. Yeah.
2: Exactly. And then I got <laughs> and then I got stuck with Eric uh, Eric. <laughs> like yeah, Topper was there stuck too.
0: Stuck with him. Yeah, we Topper but, and I were
1: both were co small group leaders, so he had to be with me in order to be with Topper. Yeah.
2: But I hands down got the worst small group. We had the worst <laughs> small group. Like yeah. in the kids were tough. ever In ever. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I don't think anyone was more disruptive than us. Like in the history of small groups <laughs> and youth groups.
0: Yeah. yeah, we intentionally put all of the worst kids in that group. I handled it very well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. You yelled. <laughs> you screamed. You, you were always
1: mad. Uh, yeah, you guys drove me nuts. So there, <laughs> you did not handle it well. There's, there's
0: two schools of thought when it comes to because every youth group has their problem, kids. So, like, we tried both. Both ways of saying okay, we're either going to split up all of the trouble kids and have them all in different groups, and then they're going to like have they're going to influence every group poorly, but it just won't be as bad because they're split up. Or let's just take all of the bad kids, put them in one group, and just let that group fail. But here's why I will say I didn't have
1: bad, I didn't have bad kids as in like. They were bad like no, they did no, bad they were things. Just so they were just ADD-ian so disruptive life. and they would not listen and yeah. they just wouldn't pay attention. Yeah. I yeah, could not give the focus. They
2: had good hearts. <laughs> but but I I wasn't a bad kid then. You guys made me a bad kid I by putting me in there. I was I was a, I was a star. you know that for a fact too. You know that Eric. I was I was like I you was wide and then I I saw Dave On, I saw Brenton, I saw all of
1: them. one time we had a we at at youth group at the time Every small group had to make dinner, and ours was a pancake one. <laughs> and we were trying to make pancakes, and Erica was, we were dating at the time, and she came to help us make pancakes. And AJ and all of them were not helping. No. So I said, just go in the other room and just don't do, don't just go over there, and we'll take care of it. They started throwing a like a football around or something. And I said, whatever you do, that football comes in here, I'm going to be mad. Like in the, into the kitchen, into the kitchen. And they're playing, all of a sudden, the football comes crashing, in, and all this stuff goes everywhere, and I flipped out. I Yeah. I went, everybody, hit their <laughs> sit-out! I got so, so mad, and then Topper showed up, because he showed up late. He was
0: like, what is happening? And they were sitting there like, I yeah. punished
1: Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah, there have been plenty of times where I've had to yell at, at AJ and all these other kids. And I felt Oh, my like, God. Yeah. <laughs> it's happened I, plenty. You,
2: what's funny is that, like, Shane – when when both when both of you guys get mad, uh-huh. it's the same exact look. Your eyes <laughs> your eyes get watery and like you get your watery. eyes get red, and then you stare like you want to like rip our hearts. It's out. It's
1: rage. Yeah, yeah. yeah rage
2: is
0: coming crazy. out of our eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah It's rage. water.
2: It's like yeah, yeah. you're so mad that you tear up. That's how that's how bad it gets. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we get. I can get really passionate about things uh, on good and bad. So yeah. when I get worked up, that's that's what that's what can happen. But
2: hey, um, but then youth group was awesome. Youth group was the best experience of my life. I uh, mean, hands down, it, it like it, it made me who I am. Yeah. And uh, thanks to you three, it was nice. great. Yeah.
0: Well, and, I'm glad that I'm glad that something good came out of it for you. AJ still comes <laughs> to our,
1: well until he moved. He was still coming to our small group every week and mm-hmm. all their stuff. So um, we did. We did We did something right with one of them.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> the, no, a few of them because Anthony's a worship leader now, and yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. I but uh, uh, hey, so uh, the Super Bowl was yesterday. Um, who are you rooting for? Not I mean, e- the,
2: the the Eagles because everyone hates the Patriots. One, uh-huh. yeah, and two, I have a lot. I have a lot of family from like my whole family when when they when we first came to America, like my grandparents and my great grandparents we were all in Philly, so. Basically all over my Facebook, it was just Philly fans, and yeah. like I, I heard they brought the whole city down. Are they? Are they nice. <laughs> it, it, do you still have family in Philly? Yeah, we have a lot of family. Have in you heard
0: from them? Do you know if they're okay? <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. Hopefully they're doing all right <laughs> It's like it's like World War Three in Philadelphia yeah. Yeah. right they now. They need doctors. I, I literally saw. Yeah, that's where you're gonna. I literally saw. Uh, videos of 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 streetlights getting pulled down. Yeah. I saw one video of a guy literally eating horse poop on the ground. Yep, yep, I saw that one. <laughs> uh, I see. I, things are on fire. There's like even videos of like cops celebrating with them.
1: Well, they you know that. Like Philly, like we we're talking about yesterday with some of our friends at our Super Bowl party, is Philly fans are known as like the worst fans, and now they are okay with that, and they're like, "Well, we." If that's what we're gonna be known that's as, we're I gonna prove take. it and yeah. we're gonna do it. So so they knew if we no matter what, we're rioting tonight. Yeah. And yeah.
0: Philly knew it too, but. Yeah, but I heard people saying before the game yesterday, one way or another, the city of Philadelphia is going up in flames <laughs> after the game, <laughs> whether they win or lose.
2: <laughs> you know what's the perfect example of like Philly in a nutshell? Right. Like the show, it's all sunny in Philly. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's the people of Philly is like reflected in that show it's yeah, just yeah. crazy well they uh,
0: <laughs> they were at the game last night too they played yeah. uh, the theme song too yeah yeah when they won they played the <laughs> yeah, it's always Sunny i can't wait for the i
2: can't wait for the next season it's going to be going to be great
1: yeah um the uh the one thing that drives me nuts and then we'll get into our topics today when it comes to Super Bowls especially mm-hmm. when it's Patriots cuz we are uh, Baltimore, so uh, we hate the Steelers and the Patriots. It's the two teams we hate yeah, the most, teams. and we're
0: almost hating the, the Patriots more. Yeah. Everyone hates the Patriots, but I, I hate... I feel like at least the Steelers respect Baltimore. Like We don't like each other what whatsoever, but we know that like we each win a fair amount, where I feel like New England fans just look down on everybody else. Yeah, because they're entitled because they've... Yeah, and they've, they've won, they've so, won many. so much. They're a dynasty, for yeah. sure. But... Uh, um.
1: But the thing that drives me nuts is when I see people that are um, Ravens fans or whatever kind of fans, and they talk trash to about the Patriots losing yeah. when Ravens even make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's easy to do that when your team, our team didn't. Like, I'm not going to talk trash to a Patriots. If I'm an Eagles fan, then I get it. Yeah. But if I'm nothing, then I'm not going to talk trash to a team that went way past right. what I did. But
0: yeah. I hate that. That drives me nuts, and I see it all the time. AJ, what did you think of uh, of your boy Justin Timberlake? Huh? I'm not a JT fan. <laughs> <laughs> did you like his Did you like his deer shirt? No, it's ter- everything.
2: <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's like the big thing about JT. Like, yeah, cool. You can you can get high. Your boys can get really high pitched. Like, but that's it. I like yeah. selfie I Kid. Know. Yeah, yeah. I never- that was
0: funny. <laughs> Have I never seen, get it. Yeah, you, you don't didn't like he, him.
2: Didn't he bring out like some? Didn't he bring out Prince or something? Like well. did you hologram watch it? Berger did you watch a hologram it? Berger? Yeah, huh? it was. Did not you watch it? I didn't watch the halftime show because it was Justin Timberlake. Like I said, I don't care. Really? What, so what did you you
1: watch
0: a what did you do? Puppy Justin? bowl
1: what you want? No, watch? I went and got food. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, he yeah he had a Prince like uh, projection of Prince, and he like played along with it because they're in in Minnesota, so uh, which is which is where Prince is from. So you know yeah.
2: our our intramural basketball team that mm-hmm. I started is named the Blouses. Ah, game. <laughs> Blouses. You get it? Hey, yeah. Dave Chappelle. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. All
1: right, well, AJ, um, give us uh some history of you where you're from your and family, your family, that kind of stuff. And then, um, tell us about where you just went recently. Like, uh, I think experience. it was, I think it was summer. Um, but, uh, yeah. Tell us about some of that.
2: Okay. So, um, you want me to like get detailed, like about like my feelings towards it or just like, just facts, uh, background first. Kind of okay, yeah. So basically, yeah. I was born in, um, Chennai, India to my, uh, mom and dad, my mom, um, was from a pretty wealthy family and my dad was um he, he was also from a a uh, a semi-wealthy family but they were hindu and my mom is christian so normally you don't um tend to um mix religions especially in india because that's a little frowned upon but um they got married they had a, they have they have a crazy story i don't know if you guys have ever heard it but i don't want to get into that right now but they yeah. they they worked through everything um my mom my dad's family my sorry my mom's family completely accepted my dad and through the love that they showed, um, my dad like saw the reflection of like I guess Jesus Christ in them. And then he started to follow um uh the word of God. And then um he basically, they got married and they had me one year after they got married. So my mom was nineteen, so my mom was a young young wow. mom. Yeah. Yeah. And um she finished her school, she finished uh, her schooling and my dad uh actually came over to America um after I was born just to like get started and yeah. um working and i think that's where i got like a lot of my like h- like hard work is the only thing that matters philosophy because he came here he had uh, around 300 in his pocket he had a job lined up and then um uh he went to the atm late at night someone broke his arm and then he couldn't do his job so he was basically homeless for a little while he worked his way up uh long story short he got another job he uh Got another degree, and uh, he started working. And me and my mom came over by ourselves when I was around two or three. Oh, so wow. then we came over, and um, my dad just continued to work, continued to rise up the ladder. And uh, um, we went to Crossroads. That's when we met you guys. And uh, that's basically long story short. Like,
0: and why? then yeah. now, now, huh? so why why did your uh, parents decide to leave India and, and come to, to come to America?
2: Well, um, my dad has. Basically, my dad's family kind of semi disowned him. I don't want to like, I mean, they're, they're, we're still in talking terms, but uh, they, they at the time they didn't they didn't want anything to do with him because uh, he, he married a, a Christian. Yeah, girl. exactly. Yep, yep. And he changed and, um,
1: religions or whatever. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. And um, he, oh, I guess, he carried a chip on his shoulder, and he always wanted to prove to them that, like, he, like that the grace of God could help him. And they, he, he wanted to prove to them that the way he was going was the right way. So he wanted to like, he wanted to make something of himself come to America. He wanted to give me the life that um, he didn't have. And he wanted to make sure that his family was set. Because that's a big thing in mm-hmm. Indian culture. It's not just about, I know it's kind of weird to say, but it's not like the romantic, like happiness, do what you love and love what you do. And like, it's, it's more about keeping the generations successful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. basically, he wanted to set me up for the best. At the time, it would have probably sucked to leave my mom, right? Mm. But he had to do what he had to do, and he had to come here, and he wanted to give me a better chance at life, and he wanted to give back back home. So that, the best way to do that is to come to America, make a good life for yourself, you know, the whole yeah. minority. So,
1: so you have a background of your, your dad doing whatever it took for you, worked his butt off. So you yes, yeah. and and knowing you when you were a kid and the disciplines that you had and and the structure that you had to have when you were a kid was to train you to do that, which is exactly. why, which is why you're going to be a doctor right now. Too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like,
2: um, he, I remember sometimes like when I first, when we first came to America, like I was like in kindergarten and stuff and my dad would like wake up like at 3am and then he'd go to work and he'd come home like at 12 and then he'd wake up at 3, go to work, come home at 12. He was just, he was just a grinder. So, basically, I want I want to mirror my dad as much as possible. Yeah. How often
1: do you go back to India or, or have you been going back?
2: So, I mean, I thankfully, I have a um, pretty, uh, like, wealthy family back home, um, all by the grace of God. Like, they, they found a way to uh, have a good business. So, we go pretty often because it's actually a good experience for us, unlike a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I go off in uh, – uh, mainly because my grandpa uh, was there, and I I love my grandpa. He took care of me when we were back home, when I before I came to America because my mom was working, at, and my mom was going to school and stuff. And uh, the last trip I went was for my uh, grandpa's funeral, so that's when we did a lot of uh, the missions work.
1: Yeah. So so tell us because you've been you've done mission trips before. You've gone – we've done youth group missions trips and Shane and I being
0: youth pastors, we've done many of them. When AJ was one of those kids at every trip that we had, he went on. Yeah. Like anything that that we did, whether it was a weekend or whether it was a week-long mission trip or something like that, AJ was always there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm A lot of times last minute. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to confess, um, uh, maybe it was just like my immaturity at the time, but I don't think at the time I was going – I mean this is a totally different topic but i don't think at the time i was going for missions i think i was just going for my friends you know oh, of course uh, almost every yeah. student like you know like i didn't really yeah. have that that heart to serve I, I think i and looking back at it sometimes i feel guilty because i feel like i wasted like hundreds of dollars just to like have a fun weekend yeah but yeah at the same time it definitely like the one trip that i remember was the chattanooga missions trip that definitely yeah. changed it impacted a lot of lives because uh-huh. i think that was a lot like i remember uh, like uh I don't remember going with trips with Tyler a lot but I always remember that and uh, me and Brandon we were all close and like we actually got a lot done for middle schoolers yeah. which is so surprising we got we got so much done that mission trip. yeah
0: yeah and I, I yeah I I remember this mission trip and at the time I was only like 22 21 years old going on this mission trip with you guys and and it was mm-hmm. a it was a small group of us but it was yeah it was a, it was a really cool trip so well tell us tell us a little bit of your thoughts then on on mission trips like I know that 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 there's two. There's people think a couple things about them. Either that they're helpful, they're productive, they do good things to help other people in need, or other times people look at it as oh, it's just an American uh, youth group with a bunch of kids coming to to play savior for a couple days, and they're really not making a difference, oh, and then they leave. Or I've heard
1: people say like like you go do the trip to like look look how great I am to yeah. go and I'm serving all these people yeah.
0: when really it's just like an awesome trip and a vacation yeah. for you. Yeah, and the only reason that you went was for the one free day that you had to go to this cool <laughs> beach. Uh, and then the rest of the time, it's like it, you, nobody wants to be a part of the hard work. Give mm-hmm. us your thoughts, AJ. So, um, uh,
2: obviously, um, people that are uh, financially burdened and people from like low-income families, they tend to not go into missions trips. Mm-hmm. So I think missions trips, a lot of times, um, are for the... Like, people were gifted like they 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 were born a lot of times with like a silver spoon like you know like howard county kids and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i understand a lot of like churches have um like uh where they pay for people to go who can't go Mm -hmm. um but i i do think sometimes like it's a little skewed in favor of people who have money if i mean if you've cheap, they're not cheap yeah exactly it's not cheap so um in in terms of that sometimes like like I'm kind of like a cynic, like kind of cynical, like a Debbie Downer, because uh, I feel like it's 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 more pointed towards like, um, people with good families that want them to go, people who are connected in the church. So obviously they have that free time. People who um like regularly attend church and stuff like that. So it's like people with a little bit of like money, you know, mm-hmm. because a lot of people who don't have money normally tend to like prioritize other things over that. Mm-hmm. So um. In that case, like I was gifted to have a like family that um, uh, pay for me to go, and uh, and sometimes they like maybe I don't know if they paid for other people to go, but they always used to like push that. So I I was gifted with that with yeah. um, awesome parents who knew exactly what was right for me. But I'm saying not a lot of people are. So at that, so in terms of that, I think it's kind of unfair missions trips. I don't know what do you guys think, like yeah. in terms of the fairness.
0: I, what I would always say as a youth pastor when we were advertising for a short term mission trip. I mean, we would do one almost every year. To we went to Mexico. they said Chattanooga, Tennessee. We've been to an Indian reservation in in Wyoming, but down to Miami, um, all these different places. You went and, to Puerto Rico when yeah, we yeah, were in Puerto East Rico, um, mm-hmm. and everything that we, I would always say is never let money be the reason. Why you don't go and um, mm-hmm. not? But still, not everybody would take me up on that because you would see a trip and it's like, okay, this trip is thousand dollars or seven hundred yeah, bucks it, or whatever it's a, it is. And
2: pride too. I mean, yeah. maybe not. Maybe pride's bad for you, but mm-hmm. like, you don't want to ask for. No, 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 no matter where you come from, no matter like yeah. what your social income is, like you don't want to take a handout right. and I, like. Yeah. and so and I and understand that. But
0: at the same time, too, whenever somebody would come to me, it would be very few. Uh, But whenever – because I would say over and over, please, if you want to go, talk to me. Just Mm -hmm. talk to me about it, and I'll find a way to get you there and every time somebody would come and say hey i would like to go but we really can't afford $1000 i would say okay just write your name down and we'll see we'll see what we can do and every time that would happen i would have somebody at the church or whatever come up to come up to me and be like hey i i just want to sponsor somebody to go is there anybody yeah, who who wants to go who can't afford like that would happen every time somebody would step Yeah, God's out. Awesome. it would yeah. it, so like it, w- yeah. it would be provided but i agree the first first reaction to it is man, $1,000 to go and work somewhere else? $1,000 to go? And, and, and is it really going to make a difference? And so it can turn people off. But bottom line is it costs money to travel. It costs exactly. money for food. It costs money for lodging. Unless you're staying exactly. at a church, it'll let you stay there for free. And, it, and it costs money. And
1: some, of the, and some of the good things for the students when it comes to mission trip, which, which is maybe where we're, get, we're kind of getting into, is a lot of stuff we're talking about is how it helps the students. Yes. When missionships are are advertised as we're helping someone else, when really I think we're more helping ourselves with it, which I don't always think is a bad thing, though. Because, like, if, if, um, if, like you're saying, there's a family or students that are on, at a, have a family that's wealthy or have a good amount of money, then they probably more than anyone need to know what it's like for other people and actually get to know them and see their relationships. And, um, they, they're blessed to have that money to go. So they almost need to go and serve other people, do that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, the the hard part with me with when it comes to mission trips sometimes is we promote it as look what we're going to do for them when it's, when it's, it's more doing the, it's more doing something for us. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's, it's, that's what it seems like to me. There are times where we go, and we actually help people and it's, it's important to do that. But I, I'm not a big fan of a handout. Like uh, what's the saying? Uh, give a man a fish, they, yeah. they for a day. Teach them how to fish. Mm-hmm. Most mission trips are us going and
0: giving them a fish and then leaving, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. where it's
1: not actually yeah. building a better thing with that.
0: Or it's like walking in and being like, "Oh wow, look at all these poor people! Look at yeah. look at all these people, these sad poor people who have nothing." And and then we that we're there for a week and then we leave and we're like, okay, let's go back to our our life living in the one percent of richest people in the world again, right? Um, so I, I understand that that part of it too. But the the what I really like are is being a part of an organization that has people there for an extended period of time. Whether it be for the whole summer or or for even longer than that, or they keep coming back every year. And then there are or, youth groups, or a plan where they're going to help, and then eventually leave and yeah. help them just to know how to do things, so they can right, leave. Right. Right. Or but, and so that way, youth groups or churches can come in for a week, and then another one comes in the next week, and the next week, and the next week. So it's continuous work in that region. But you know, uh, you're not going to get a full youth group to take a whole summer to go and be a part of something like this. Yeah. So
2: that, that's why. That's why I was thinking, like, um, maybe, like. Like, I, I've thought about this a lot. Maybe, like, have, like, tiers of mission trips, you know, where, like, where you kind of assess someone's maturity and, like, how yeah. much they'll be able to get out of the mission strip itself. So, like, so for maybe, like, some middle schoolers might have a lot of maturity, but most don't. So, you know, like mm-hmm. like a middle school mission trip where it's, like, local missions where they don't have to go away for, like, a whole week and they don't have right. to spend over 1000 thousand, two thousand $2,000. And then as, like, as you gain a little bit of maturity, as, as you continue with your Walk for Christ, uh, like you, you go to like more like of those powerful missions trips, you know, like mm-hmm. the overseas, Puerto Rico, and stuff like that. And another thing though, like you should not have Facebook on missions trips. Like mm-hmm. you should, you should just not be able to post because that <laughs> yeah. that ruins everything. Yeah, I hate yeah. it so much. I hate like. You are
1: you talking <laughs> about for the kids? Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like taking yeah. pictures and selfies all the time, like look what I'm doing, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because there's an obvious difference between like raising awareness and like
1: right promoting like hey to promoting your good deeds.
2: Yeah, just stop just just like yeah. I know it might be weird, mandatory like no post thing rule, but I would I feel like Christians get such a bad rap with like the whole look and yeah. yeah.
0: anytime you do anything that's selfless, you promote it nonstop so that people will look at your social media yeah, page exactly. and think yeah. that you're you're wonderful. I think there's yeah. a
1: bad stigma at this. Like a lot I listen to a lot of podcasts, they talk about mission trips and, and how much of a joke it is. And I get why, because a lot of times we promote it look at this beautiful place. It's like we're going on vacation. I've heard that at churches. Yeah. Like say, look, it's like I'd go on vacation here. It's like that's not how you should promote a no. missions trip. Um, and I get the the bad stigma for it because of all the, all the stuff we've been saying. But when I think back of when I went to Puerto Rico and I was a kid, I still remember that trip, yeah. and it 100%. actually it actually yeah. impacted me. Yeah, so like it changed my life. Yeah, and it changed my life. I don't know how much I changed other people's lives, honestly, but it changed my life. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. seeing those people how how and we we were there and we were there on a Monday, Tuesday. We were off on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm.
0: and. I think it was your group. Yeah, mine. was yeah.
1: um, That that what happened in your group when you were there. Yeah.
0: So it was we went with the organization called Group, and so there's like hundreds of kids there, and we're in high school, and you were assigned like a house that you would go and work at all week, and we were painting it and power washing the roof because that's the way the houses are down in Puerto Rico, and um, we were there Monday and Tuesday, and it was an elderly couple, the house that my group was working on, and then Wednesday we weren't, and then when we came back Thursday, mm-hmm. the 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 uh, husband who lived there died on that third on that Wednesday when we were gone, had a heart attack and he died. And then we came back on Thursday and there was family there and everything. But we got to spend time with the family with uh with the wife who her husband just passed away, an elderly elderly lady in Puerto Rico. And it was something that changed my life forever. And uh and we she she didn't speak English, but we got we had a translator there and she spoke to us. And her husband died the day before. Spoke yeah. to us, talked about how even though this happened, even though I just lost my husband, that God is still good, God is still providing, and she was singing worship songs and everything. And I remember as a high schooler being like, oh my goodness, Like it changed the way that I viewed my faith, it changed the way that I viewed God, and how there's ups and downs in life, all of those things. It affected me still to this day, I, I, that, something that I will never forget.
2: Yeah, the ten the Tennessee mission trip did I think did the same thing for me because we went to the um, the Y the local Y yeah and we were fixing the local Y and there was this um, NFL player who worked there mm. like he was like this previous NFL player. Do you remember that? I don't know. I don't. Oh, but he he like I don't know if you were in our group, but I was like in a yeah. totally different group, and he was like it was just crazy to see his him interacting with all the all the little kids like there were his own son and daughters like mm-hmm. he was like it see i i never really understood that because like i don't know maybe it's just indian culture but like we we treat our own way differently than we treat other people you know we yeah. always look out for our own but we don't really really look out for anyone else and i think that shows why india is so corrupt and i don't want to like hate on my own country but it, it definitely deserves that hate so it was like i think that changed my life because i like he was just he was just like hugging like he was doing everything he can for these 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 kids and he treated them like they're like his own family, and I never saw that before. So that definitely yeah. did change yeah. the way Tom, I treated other people. Yeah.
1: So you also were in India, like like you said, like not that long ago, when your grandfather passed away, and mm-hmm. when you came back, like we actually like got lunch, or you came over, or whatever. You told told me about some of your trip, um, and just kind of how it impacted you. So tell me about last time you went to India and some of the stuff you saw and how you grew from that.
2: Yeah. So um, my family um, uh, it runs um orphanages and um, houses for widows and uh, we also have some churches that we um, have opened, and we do it all with partnership with uh, um, IMS, Indian Mission Services. So um, they basically are the feet and we are like the the money, I guess. And um, I, I have to go every now and then. I have to go to the different churches and make sure it's actually getting built on time. I have to go to the orphanages and make sure they have everything they need because Honestly, India is extremely corrupt. So if you don't go and check in, like one time we went to, we were paying these people to build a church and we went and checked in and, and nothing was getting done. So basically that that's that, that's like my dad's role, my mom's role. Whoever's going to India at the time, we have to go in, we have to talk to people who, um, and we have to check in. So this last time I went to India, um, a lot of stuff happened. So mainly I was going to India to go see my grandpa because he was sick. But um, on the layover... I got news that uh, he passed away. So it was a terrible, uh, like, six hours. And then I got home, and then um, we had the funeral. And then basically to celebrate his life, we went to the different orphanages, and we had um, we had dinners. And then we also gave them, like, Christmas gifts because it was around the Christmas time. So um, going there, it was an amazing experience because... Um, There's a lot of America hate going on right now, if you guys have noticed. um, Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I just basically realized how much and complete BS all this America hate is. Because I understand there's problems with America, but you don't know problems until you've gone to a country like India. You've seen um, these orphans, you've seen uh, these widows, and you've seen that... As soon as you're an orphan, there, you have no chance. As soon as you're a widow, you have no chance. As soon as you don't even, as soon as you like break your leg, if you're poor, you have no chance. It's it like it's such a there's so many people in India. The population is so high that it's such a dog eat dog world that there's no chance for you to make it if you have if something in your life has not gone the way that it's supposed to go. Like you have to have everything set in perfect lining and you have to also be born with a silver spoon to get to where I am. And yeah. so I was going, and I was, I was just looking around, and I, I came to the realization, and I say this all the time: in a vacuum, everyone's the same. Without like, without, without blessings from God, without the right parents, without the right decisions, without, like, like basically like the butter butterfly effect, without everything happening the right way, I feel like everyone is the same. So everyone has the same ability to be great, but some people just don't get the chance. Yeah. And I, no, I, I realized, I realized like sitting next to someone my age, this girl is my age and she doesn't have a mom and dad. She never had a mom and dad. She's, she, they barely get any food, but she's going to um, college right now. She's trying to make something of her life because we've given her the chance to do that. Sitting next to someone my age, I realized that I have no excuse to be mediocre. I have no excuse to just let all the blessings that God gave me go to, like, go to waste. So I feel like that. The, Um, this experience, like the last experience especially was great, but just going to India and, um, helping out really puts your life into perspective and it puts America into perspective. And no matter what anyone tells you, um, take it, take it from me. Someone who has been around, like been to different countries, like that has experienced like life, like, like. America's the greatest country in the world, and I don't care what anyone says. Like I'm, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I hate Captain America. I hate Captain no, America. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but
0: uh, no, that that's really cool. And you're right. Like there are some people who have have had the cards stacked against them from the beginning of their life. Uh, people yeah. who have experienced abuse as a kid. People mm-hmm. who have experienced poverty um, who aren't given the same opportunities as as you and I've been given. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there are so many people like that in the world, and there are even people who grew up with that upbringing and still overcame all of the odds to, exactly. to, to make something of themselves. And but so, I yeah, that, I, that. I really like. I know that's. I really like what what, what you said.
2: Yeah, but the, but like, yeah, people are. There's stuff stacked against them, but if you notice, like, there's always an outlet in in, in America. There's like. If, if you have, I mean, yes, life sometimes sucks a lot for some people. But all there, there's always these, like, programs. There's always someone that you can reach out to. For, like, let me just give you a quick example. So I went, like, there was one day that I went and I met with four different people. And I'll give you an example of one that, like, de- dis- destroyed me. Um, it was um, this mom and her daughter. Um, the daughter had a severe... Um, Mental retardation um, and uh, severe autism. And when we talked to them, we found out this: Um, in India, it's not good to have more than it's not good to have a lot of uh, daughters because they're not going to be able to uh, work, and you have to pay dowry a lot. Yeah, So so the more daughters you have, it it kind of like if you're poor, it kind of sucks. So this lady had one daughter, and she was going to have she had she had in her in her in her womb another. Um, daughter and the husband poisoned her and Caused wanted to have like a forced abortion But the daughter still came out and has and has severe mental disabilities. So um, But they haven't been able to do anything you can't prosecute can't do anything It's like it's like if if you're you're, if something bad happens you have no outlet for help No media no like no one really cares so what we were doing is we were giving them a stable income. We were helping um, with like the speech pathologists and all that. But this is the craziest thing. This shows you, and they're Christian, and this shows you like how when you're really down and out, that's when like God really shines in your life. Um, they, she actually just went, uh, she sued the guy and she just won a small settlement. Not a complete settlement, but a small settlement. Really nothing. The equivalent of around $1,000 a month. That's all. And and she has to have full time. She has to be with the daughter because, like, she she can't afford to have someone come and take care of the daughter. Mm-hmm. So a thousand dollars a month is really almost nothing. But even with that, the support that we were giving her, she decided to give that money to people who need it.
0: Oh wow! Yeah,
2: isn't that insane? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that insane?
0: <laughs> that's crazy.
2: That's yeah. crazy, and and you realize you realize just how like how God. Wo- I when I was in India, I've noticed god working 10 times more than i noticed when i was in america because we're just given i'm we're just given everything that we don't really like rely on him as much and and i realized that and um it was really it was it was eye opening and if 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 there was if i if people went there there's no way that they'd come back and they'd sleep any more than they need to sleep there's no way that they would come back and they would Take a day off. They would. There's no way that anyone would have any excuse to being lazy because you've been given everything. And I understand. There's times where um, you should you should R and R is necessary for the yeah. brain. A Sabbath like, and those. Yes. Ways. Yes. Obviously. So, I mean, psychologically speaking, R and R is necessary. Yeah. But there's no way that you can live your life without um, pu- purposely being lazy. Let me put it that way. Yeah. After you go there, so
0: you come back with a drive. You come back one hundred percent.
2: And and even if the drive goes down over over a while. Like small conversations like this, like the drive is right back, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. There,
1: and it's easy for us to like think like why would God allow those situations happen, or why am I so blessed, or whatever. And when when I think about these kind of things, it makes me look at our life and and the, why I like mission trips for people is you look at your life and go, man. What did I do to deserve the parents that I have? Mm-hmm. What did I do to deserve to be born in America? Yeah. What did I do to deserve um, being, you know,
0: being capable? Whatever. No matter where what, what did you, you are, do to deserve the brother that you have? <laughs> I've never thought <laughs> that.
1: But so what? Did, what did I do to deserve any of that? Nothing. I did absolutely uh-huh. nothing to deserve it. But I've been blessed. So since God has blessed me what else can I do but use the blessing that I have right. to help other people that need it? Like there's no other option, right? Like yeah. if there's you, no when you option. fully understand that, yeah. of course I have to, cause I didn't deserve this. It's not, I didn't, yeah, I worked hard and all that stuff, but I was given an upper hand to do that and I should work hard and I should be responsible because of the fact that I was given this, I shouldn't waste what I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so be responsible with it and then use it to help other people like, like your family does or, or, or whatever. So that's why I, I'm a fan of mission trips, even though it's kind of the, the sexy thing to be against them now. Yeah. Um, I'm still a fan of them, um, because what it can do to you as a person and help you realize how lucky you are, how blessed you are and what God can do through the blessing that you have. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm i I'm a fan of them. Um, but I, I do have like some stipulations. I think you have to, you have to, there's definitely some that that are like self-awareness. You know what I'm saying? Like if I would have gone here, like, You guys knew me in high school, prideful. I was like, I I was (laughs) annoying, dude. No, I I used to think just because I was succeeding and just because I was like, like just because things were working out in my life, I thought I deserved everything that I got, and I thought like that's just that's just
1: immaturity. And the more you grow, the more wisdom you have because you live more life and you see other things, and you start to realize some of that stuff. All of us go through that.
2: And if I would have gone then. I do not think I would have had the same impact as I would have gone as I went now. You know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. I think missions trips are so valuable, but you need to assess. I think there needs to be like more of like a guideline. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. You yeah. Assess like the awareness. And I guess it's I don't know. I, I think you'd I be honest.
1: I think you'd be honest with what the trip is, what the point of the trip is. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are going to help other people. Yes, we are going to. Paint some roofs, or whatever. But God's gonna move through you through this too. Yeah. Like, so yeah. let's not pretend like we are the saviors to them because what we're doing is gonna help them and we're gonna build relationships. But it's also gonna help us. So mm-hmm. just be honest about it. Just be real about what yeah. the point of it is. Not just be like, look, this great thing we're gonna do. Look, let's take a selfie really quick. Understand that what you're doing is actually gonna grow you as you do that. When I went on my mis- the mistrips I've been on, I come back being like, man,
0: I got way more out of this than than the people like that, that that I served did. Well, and the hard part is though with uh, with. Some of the things that, that we're talking about is making sure that there are stipulations and people understand exactly what, what's going to happen or what's expected. There should be some requirements in the sense of if there are meetings, you need to show up to the meetings beforehand. Mm-hmm. You need to understand what we're doing, why we're going, you know, all those if, sort of things. If a
1: kid wants to go but can't afford it, yeah.
0: then they have to come to
1: every fundraiser yeah. thing that yeah, you do. Absolutely. That's, that's yeah. them working whatever yes. they can it's for. Not, it. It's
0: not just, the, okay, here's a $1,000 to go. It's you show up and you do all that you can to raise whatever money you can raise. But with all that being said, I've also seen kids go on, and not just kids, but adults go on these mission trips with the yeah, with the total mm-hmm. wrong attitude going into it, and then came home a completely different person. So, mm-hmm. so the hard part is we can't we can't really play Judge and Jury and say, okay, you're mature enough to go, and you're not mature enough to go <laughs> because God, God God can use yeah exactly God can use anybody, and I don't want to be the one who determines that. So yeah, it's it, hard, it, hard. It's it's yeah. really it's not it's not a set thing. It's not a I think plan. as a leader, you set it in a certain way, and mm-hmm. you do certain things, and and I do
1: think that if every time you do a local trip mission trip, no one wants to go, but every time you do a big one, then they always sign up. Then that's like, look at those red yeah. flags, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, you can't control how someone's impacted. Someone's going to go yeah. to trips and not be impacted at all. It's mm-hmm. just like, cool. You have, you, can't do that. you have to set and, the tone. You
0: have to set the tone.
2: Sorry. And addressing sorry. your issue with like, um, teaching someone how to fish and like, and just giving someone fish. Mm-hmm. Um, so I also had a huge problem with that, but then over time I realized like there are solutions to that. So basically, um, what my what my family does is rather than um, just so you have so this is the solution I think I think you have to know the the where you what you're doing the program that you're going into the organization that you're helping and like you have to really analyze what they're doing because so what we do is that we help these orphanages but we basically make them self-sustaining so where um, we have a focus on education so um, the people so the orphanages are anywhere between kindergarten to all the way to, like bachelor's degrees. So we have a focus on education. So we make sure that the most important part of their, like when we go, we have like speeches and we have like educational um, equipment and stuff like that. So we make sure that they know that the most important thing, aspect of their life is education so they can get out of the hole and then they can come back mm-hmm. and they can pay for the people who are in the orphanages currently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So basically it's cyclical. So we started off. But then it cre- it becomes cyclical to a point where it's self-sustaining. So it's not just like we're just giving them fish and here like here, here's some here's here's some food. Here's like here's like a present for you. Here's like here's like a painted house. You know, like yeah. We make sure that they understand that, um, like the only way for you to get out of your situation is through you. Yeah. We can't like we can't do anything. We can just give you money. Yeah. But but the only way that you can get out is through education. Yeah. And, um, so
1: the organization could, is super important to understand. Yes,
2: I, I totally. Agree. I, what I, they're like, really doing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You can't go one of those skin deep organizations that just go and paints a couple houses and comes back. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to be like rude. No. 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 I, yeah, no, I, no, I
1: mean,
0: it. and if organization is doing that, then they need to be called out, anyways. But, me, but but if you are only taking middle schoolers. Then that's really going to be the extent yeah, of the yeah, work yeah, that sorry, you're going to yeah. do. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah, but you but, can't you can't take middle schoolers on a mission trip and expect to build a house. Yeah, but you could still.
1: We're not saying that you shouldn't go and paint a house. Right. You, we're saying the organization that sets that up also is doing way more we're than when we're, we're AJ, not there. Yes. Yes. yes, yes exactly. Yeah, yes, yes, for I sure. So sweet. Hey, AJ, you're like. Yeah. Uh, I remember when you were just a little annoying kid in little youth punk. group. And now you're like a smart, annoying
2: adult that is grown
1: <laughs> in your face. dude. I'm not smart. I,
2: I I realized how stupid I was when I just took this like huge exam. I, mm. I just literally got out exam. I was I was like, uh. <laughs> yeah. hey, we we, we watch you
1: we watch you grow up a little bit and and mature in your faith things like that. And, and some mission trips have, have helped you with that. Great um, mentors uh-huh. have helped <laughs> you with that. <laughs> Possible. <laughs> Um, but hey, so we didn't want to talk just serious stuff since you are uh, young how
2: what year were you born, AJ? Uh nineteen ninety
1: five. Ninety five. So ten years younger than me. Mm-hmm. So I December
2: thirty first though. So basically
1: Yeah, nineteen ninety six. Ninety six, yeah. So, not, so I was your- and
2: I was born an hour before midnight.
1: So, you're basically, yeah. So, um, we are different generations, obviously. So, um, we wanted to play a new game, a new segment we're going to call Battle of the Generations. Today is the
0: day we fight for each other. It is the Battle of the Generations.
1: All right, well, welcome to our new segment where we're going to see what the other generation knows about things we grew up in. So Shane and I are 90s kids. If the you best listen, generation. If you listen to this podcast, you've heard a lot of us talk we about, about
0: the 90s all the time. Most of our stupid
1: arguments are about 90s stuff. Yeah. You grew up in the 2000s, right, AJ? That was like the heart of when you grew up? Uh, it, Like, quote unquote, growing up.
2: <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> you know how sheltered i was like yeah, yeah yeah
1: but you knew the culture a little bit more than we did we were getting we were i was graduating high school i was getting into college so i yeah. knew that stuff i didn't know kid stuff so we're going to say some things from our childhood and yeah. we want you to guess what it is and figure I out you. Some, some you might know and then you're going to tell us in your childhood we'll see if we have any idea what you're talking about so Let's the, do it. the first one
0: discovery zone do you know what that is so, <laughs> or at least give us a guess as to what is you that think like, it is. Is that
2: like the? Is that like a place where you go and you like? It's like a science. It's like a sciencey like museum thing, and then you go and you do like, stuff. Like you discover you know, things. <laughs> you yeah, discover you know, things. Yeah, are like, <laughs> <know>. like <laughs> in the Inner Harbor. I remember going to like the Hill Science Street Center. Street. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Nope. That's uh, not no, it. No. No. Oh <laughs> it's you're not you're not too far off, <laughs> but Indeed. it's. There's no science involved whatsoever in this place. It's except it's, for maybe the slime. That you would get. <laughs> there, I guess there's science in that. There's. It's a. Discu- it's a Chuck E. Cheese. It was a Chuck E. Cheese competitor that we grew up going to a lot. I think it was nationwide. But it's not anymore. It was. Anymore. I thought it was better than Chuck E. Cheese because it was like it was like obstacle courses and like uh, like big giant ball pits, which I know Chuck E. Cheese has. For like Yeah, the dude. I, I
2: think I think we're talking about kind of the same thing. You. Like, it doesn't do with
0: science. Out? No, nope. no,
2: no, AJ. But <laughs> <'Cause laughs> I there, remember there was a ball pit in the one that I was in too. There are ball pits everywhere. It's not only a ball
0: pit. It's playing ball pits. Oh, there, was, there was a slide that was, no was a learning. bunch of... That's
2: what you're saying. No, no learning. No learn.
1: There was a slide that was a bunch of like... Uh, cylinders. Yeah, it a hard slide that you'd roll
0: all the way down. Yeah, yeah, it was like uh, things that you could climb. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a really that was where we would have a all lot of our of birthday, birthday parties. parties. Yep, it was called. We would call it DZ yeah, when you were in the know. You, you wouldn't know about when that you when you were cool. It was DZ. Yeah,
2: yeah. I've never had a birthday party somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Period? <laughs> I've, had, I've never had like a like a destination birthday party. <laughs> it was, was always at your you house. Happy birthday. <laughs>
0: it's always at your uh, house what would you do every birthday
2: just like 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 people would come over and then we i'd get presents Get like an ice cream that. sandwich yeah <laughs> but i'd get presents for my birthday my birthday is december 31st i get no presents for christmas though i just yeah. have to make that note i have to i want everyone to feel sorry for me i'll find that's that. fair um <laughs> all right
1: give us one what do you got
2: okay um so this is like uh don't I know. Give us nothing. Myself. Just say
1: it. Okay. Good. I Just of this
2: all by myself. All right. All right. Ready? I, I have to. You have to listen to the way I say it. Okay. okay. Megan. What? Megan.
0: Megan. Okay.
2: Megan. Megan. Um, um, it's got to be a saying
0: from something. Is it from Family Guy?
2: Nope.
0: Uh, <sighs> what do you, th- do you? Is it a cartoon? Nope.
2: <laughs> it's It's it's, it's, in, it's, in, it's on Nick.
0: Okay. It's on Nickelodeon. I, I have no clue. Um well, Hold on, hold on. i to try Oh, Meg it. Ryan. On. It's Meg Ryan. It's not Meg Ryan. <laughs> Megan. Uh, I, I have no idea. Go. What is it? What is it?
2: So you guys don't. You know, you guys don't know Drake and Josh. It's like the. It's like the. Oh
1: no! I have no clue. I know really? about it, but I've, I've never heard about
2: Drake and everyone Josh. Everyone my age will come to a consensus that Drake and Josh was the best show on Nickelodeon on Cartoon Network. Like it's all really? the best show there. Period. I've
1: never seen it, but I know for sure it's not the best. Ever. Yes, it is. No, nope. Yes, it is. Put I
2: I guarantee you, if you put a poll on on your on your Facebook and the, you like you ask, you get whatever cartoon or whatever thing you want, and then Drake and Josh, Drake and Josh's gonna beat it.
0: Did, did Did Miley Cyrus have anything to do with Drake and Josh? No, no,
2: it's, it's um that was uh,
0: Hannah
1: Montana. No, uh, yeah, no, yeah. that was that was Hillary. Off, the, that was
2: Hillary <laughs> 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 it was the other girl. Megan, Megan is like their little sister. She had her own. She had her iCarly. That was like her own show. Uh,
0: okay. I've heard, I've heard
2: I've <laughs> heard <laughs> Okay. Alright, here we got <laughs> right, another go one. Go ahead, Shane, you All go. Right. Uh
0: d- do you know anything about Legends of the Hidden
2: Temple? Oh yeah. Wasn't that the game show with like the kids? No, not oh. that kid. Sometimes it was huh? like old like, a little older, huh? but they had to, they had to like do like um different puzzles and stuff to get uh-huh. to like the next section and like you get like you get like it was like t- you get like talismans and stuff or something like that. Yeah, you got it. You got you, it. There.
0: You guys, how would you know about that show? Yeah,
2: because because that's actually a good show. I, I, I it like a good that, show. that was that was like big. That was a very yeah. big show. Yeah. I
0: always rooted for the Barracudas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, always rooted for, for them.
1: I, <laughs> I would have killed someone i would have murdered shane if i had an opportunity to go on legend of the Hidden temple yeah I, I would watch it and be like that's a, that's it's my good.
0: dream for the for those that's who, heaven to yeah. me heaven is who,
1: playing legend of the Hidden temple yeah.
0: <laughs> for those <laughs> who they, really don't know what it is it's just it was like it just had a game show competition on nickelodeon yeah. and and they would have to do different obstacle courses of races it was basically like american gladiator for kids but there would be like like it was like a Aztec type, theme, yeah, Aztec theme, and it's like, coming back. They're making a so movie, like
2: survival, so, so like Survivor.
0: Yeah, similar to Survivor,
1: like but these Aztec like creatures would come out of walls sometimes yeah. and try to chase
0: you, and if they grabbed you, you would have to go back that, out. Or it's kind of sim that and like what was it a uh, global guts, guts? Yeah, that was I like the guts. same type of show. Yeah, and you had to make it to the end and complete all they these challenges. They won't
2: bring that back because everyone has to win now. Well, no, they're making, they're making
1: The Legends of the Hidden Temple. They already movie. did, and no one cared about it. It, it already came stupid. out? Yeah, because it was. Because
2: it, was it, wasn't, it wasn't
0: a game show. It was like a movie. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, so. All right, give us one. Go, go Vivek.
2: Um, uh, do you know what uh, BTR is?
0: BTR. B-t-r. Is that like yeah. Is that like
2: a BLT? Oh, yeah, Bacon Tomato Ranch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bacon Tomato Ranch. Uh, That's my like, guess. Yeah. Uh, by, like, yeah. <laughs> by the way, like, I. I know of this, but I, I didn't really like it. But go ahead. <laughs> okay,
0: but it's from your generation?
2: Yes, yeah. B-T- from the stupid generation.
0: BTR. Uh, is, it, is it like an abbreviation for something, texting? Yeah, Yeah. Oh. no,
2: it's, a, it's an abbreviation for something, but it's not texting. <laughs> oh, like, I like back tomorrow, right? <laughs> <laughs> like that? Like hey, you're right? Them, like, you're hey, right back, back tomorrow? Back <laughs> tomorrow, right? Uh, what is it? No, I'll give you a hint. It's like music. So, music. so It's like a, it's like a band name. Try to guess the band name band
0: name Uh, pt back (laughs) (laughs) you you can't get off the back
2: back street tomorrow right
0: (laughs) (laughs) what is it i have no idea
2: big it's big time rush it's like they were like this. what is that they're like (laughs) they're like this 2000s you know like the boy you know how like all the boy bands start in disney yeah yeah like the jonas brothers and all that like Big Time Rush was were right after the Jonas Brothers because the Jonas Brothers like started to grow a lot of facial hair and stuff.
0: That sounds like like a country country music. Yeah, sucker. that's what I, when you said that I it thought was, it was country. It
2: was it was just a bunch of people just vocalizing. It wasn't that good.
0: Oh, I'm looking i at some pictures. now. They're cute boys. Oh, what the? <laughs> I mean, Big I mean, Time I'm Rush. But right. people, people refer to them as BTR. Yeah. Honestly, if you said Big Time Rush, I I wouldn't know what <laughs> yeah. that was either. Wow. They look they look lame. Yeah, is, is that like a band that that like like the Backstreet Boys? That like art. other people assembled these the, this team. It wasn't like they grew up together. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it's like it's like, um, like a boy band. Ba- basically, one like all, A lot of the two thousands yeah. boy bands were all they all had like a TV show. You know?
0: Yeah. And then yeah.
2: their their musical career stemmed from the TV show. Like the right. jo- you
0: know? Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Well, and like, cause like N and Backstreet Boys, all of them, they weren't like, "Hey, let's all start a band together." They were like put together by like producers and record. Yeah, companies yeah, and yeah. All they all were. All right, you ready? Um, let's, I, do yeah, let's do one more each.
1: Yeah, uh, do one more each. Which one you want to do? All right, all right. Do you know anything about Splat? Splat. Splat. Listen to me. I'm saying it. Splat. It <laughs> <laughs> Has nothing to, has nothing Splat. to do. Splat. S P L A T. Splat.
2: Is it like Splat. the Nickel- Is it like the Nickelodeon goo? No, no that's a good guess. No, although I mean, it's not even close to the right answer. Oh, it's it, a good is guess. It, um, uh, it's like that little toy thing, like the Silly Putty, but it's like
1: nope. clear and green. <laughs> no, 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 no. Why don't, that, don't, that's nod <laughs> don't nod your head up and down? Don't nod your head up and down like what I'm an right. Idiot. Yeah, yeah. Every time he goes like, "Yeah, you're
0: on the right track." <laughs> and then I hate when like, you nope. do that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Splat was a board game that your piece was made out of, like, Play-Doh. Yep. And you made it look you like moved, a bug. If, you la- if somebody else landed on or got the card that said splat, it was like, sorry. And if you got the card that said splat, then you could take this plastic piece and splat somebody else's piece. Or they would get to a spot, and if they landed on that spot, it would yeah, come down would splat on, on splat them or and and something like that. Basically, you have to go back to start. It was a great game. <laughs> Wonderful. You, know, you, you don't know anything about that?
2: I literally have zero clue.
0: <laughs> what about what about Crossfire? Oh, Crossfire!
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you look that up on your own. That's yeah, another yeah. game. Ahead, give it, give it your last one.
2: Um, this is stupid. But do you know what Flossie is? Flossie. You know Flossie is from like F L O Z Z Y. Z Z Y. Yeah. Um
0: I thought you were saying flossy. I yeah, thought it like was flossing. like a little like like a like a cartoon of hey kids floss your teeth like that I know thing. what flossy is. What? It's a is a muppet. No, that's really? not. That's not. So Flossy the bear. No. Flawsey <laughs> <Fazi> the bear. <laughs> so one extra letter in it. Flossy. Oh, is that like something like, uh, like? Uh, oh man, you so flawsey? <laughs> yeah.
2: Literally, that's that literally it. Really? What does that like, mean? Like, yes. oh man,
0: you're on fleek.
2: Yes, it was a saying. I remember. Really? Like, I, was, well, I got it. Was it? <laughs> that was yeah. a 100% guess. You got it. What's there the was definition? Full shizzle. Do you know where that's from? Yeah, yeah. It's, that's that's a, from Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dog. Yeah, but it, like, uh, like uh, Scrubs also made it popular. I love Scrubs. Oh yeah, yeah
1: I love Scrubs. Uh, but what's flaws? What does flousy mean? If I called, if I said, hey, "Man, you're so flousy, Vivek," what what would Is it I good be saying? Or bad? Yeah, am I insulting I think,
2: you? I, I think it's good. I don't know actually. You don't know? I just remember people saying it. Did you just make up a <laughs> word? No, I I did not make up the word. I'm telling oh, you, Oh,
0: Urban I, Dictionary. Flousy. Hashtag flosy. There aren't any
1: definitions. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> i did not make that up i swear to god i did not make that up
1: <laughs> um Flawzy. all right they would knows what flossy actually means since since aj <laughs> has is no help on this
2: i, I, just I remember see getting, floozy. this is very this is very hard because anything that i can think of from like the 2000s you guys know what they are
1: like what What was another thing you thought of
2: like 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 fugs you know what fugs are
1: no, no. i know what Uggs
0: that, are. Yeah, is fake that fake Uggs? Uggs? Oh okay. Yeah, yeah fake Uggs. Yeah. Okay. You know,
2: you know what silly bands are? You know what like like Yeah, I know what the, silly bands are. You know what the like the little wonder balls are?
0: Yes, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, what yep. the chocolate with the candy in yeah. the middle of it. Everything yeah. and GoGurt
2: See, tricks.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. See the problem yeah, Well tricks we had that when we were a kid. Yeah, it was, yeah, tricks for kids. Come on. <laughs> um, I think yeah, we like, had Gogurt too.
2: And yeah. then like cuckoo for cocoa like Yeah, like like all that stuff. Like yeah, everything so I
1: know we're not too far away. And we were youth pastors, so we kind of had to know some yeah. of the stuff. So I, but we gave I away countless silly bands. <laughs> that you guys
0: know, but you, guys know you know anything about Surge?
2: Surge? <laughs> Surge. Yeah. <laughs> Surge? You know, we? No, I have no clue. But it's if you like uh, me anything about like, remember when, remember, Eric, remember when we went through like all the 60s bands and I, like, Yeah, 60s yeah. 70s bands? You didn't I'd, know any. There's no, if you, have asked you, me, you were I too know,
0: busy playing Surge. Beethoven. Name one Beatles song.
2: Yellow Submarine. Oh, yeah, there you, there go. you go. Good job. Name two. Damn. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> don't you
1: don't know. Don't
2: know. Like uh, the one where they're walking. Like. Across the street. That's a, that's, that's their album. <laughs> oh, okay, then that's one their of those from there. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: one of those songs from one of their albums. But and back to Surge. Surge
2: <laughs> Surge
0: was a soda. It was basically like a Mountain Dew, except it was really bad for you. Even worse. Yeah. And it was like this energetic. Like the '90s was all like extreme sports. the, the Surge. Like that's how it was. Yeah, yeah. It was. Basic. It tasted terrible. It probably was like was. It definitely was really bad for you. <laughs>
2: Were not Kinder eggs still available in the 2000s too before they got banned? Kind, kinder eggs? Kinder eggs where it's like the eggs with like food like like a little toy inside them. Oh like, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I don't like remember. What, I do How do you choke on them? I don't Are you remember. Stupid? You just stick that in your mouth <laughs> and you just swallow. <laughs> like,
1: I don't remember those when I was a kid. I remember
0: about it, but we never had them. Yeah. I never I don't remember ever getting them. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Tamagotchis? I don't even Tamagotchi. know Tamagotchis. Tamagotchis. Yeah, what is that? yeah. You and had those? like a uh,
2: like the 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 little um, there was also um, the magnetic balls that are illegal now too that are banned now too. They're like made is. out of little magnets and they they turn into like balls. But like you can make like different shapes out of the out of like the different magnetic balls. But they got like they see people kids just choke keep, on them. Like, yeah, they, people keep swallowing them. And Kid, then they, why do kids like, got to eat everything? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why? How can you <laughs> ban something based on what like some stupid
0: kids do? Well, now <laughs> they have to lock up uh, tide pods. At grocery yeah. stores. Why that's over exaggerated. They stuff yeah. in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. that, well, those yeah, aren't everything. kids. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, well, no, the, that, that's like middle schoolers doing that. Yeah, but the it's, tie it's not as bad
1: as people yeah. hey, are making it. Uh, oh, you just, have some. Uh, <laughs> oh, Vivek's a yeah, pod eater, uh, huh?
2: Yeah, it's my favorite. It's my dessert. <laughs> 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 He's like, food's really expensive down here in
0: Grenada.
1: Anyways, <laughs> hey, Vivek, thank you for joining us. Yep. To close it out, why don't. Um, this might. Who knows if you'll ever be back on this podcast. This might be the last wait, time wait, you're wait, able to tell. Before
2: you, before you close <laughs> well, out, can I just put a plug in real quick? Yeah. yeah. But uh, so so we always need like more money. Who? Because <laughs> we for like all our like um for all our like funds and stuff for like the Indian Mission Society and the uh, Indian Mission the Service and stuff like that. So um what 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 we do is we my parents apportion out money and we basically try to fund as many people as we can and the key in Funding people in India is not the amount of money you can get, but the people that you have on the ground. And um, we have family friends that are extremely trustworthy because that's the hardest part. The hardest part is finding people who are trustworthy. They're going to take your money, they're not going to eat it all, they're not going to spend it all, they're going to put it to where it's supposed to go. And we have um, his name is uh, uh, Dr. S- uh, Samuel John, and he was a previous government employee, and he was enough, he didn't want to deal with the corruption. So he became a missionary and literally this man lives in squalor, but he is so smart, so well educated. And every cent that we give him, and I've seen it with my eyes, it goes straight to the people. He loves them. He like talks to them like they're his own family. And um, so we have our connections. So like all I'm saying is if you guys ever feel like the need to give um, and if you don't even have to trust me because I'm like you can you can just contact my dad, contact my mom. How can or, they contact um, them? So, I mean, my dad's on Facebook. It's uh, Vivek Seth, and my mom is not on Facebook, but you guys, I guess you guys <laughs> just contact my dad. Or you can contact me. I'm just saying if you trust me, what? you can contact <laughs> me. So you know, we get money, But all I know is it, it, we, will, we will give you a, an exact account of where your money's going. And because, um, like, a lot of the big organizations, they don't do it right, and we've been burned firsthand. So we make sure we know exactly who we're giving it to, and we make sure that we know... Like that. These these are the people that have eaten in our home, that have slept in our home, that have like that you know like that we're close with. So we know they're not gonna mess with any of your money. So just if you ever want to give, like, we need it because we can only give so much.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, sweet A.D., thank you so much for uh, hanging out. You've been he's been begging to be on this podcast and now you finally (laughs) got on it (laughs) yeah it's not it
2: it was it was exactly what i thought it would be it was crazy. (laughs) just kidding it's so (laughs) (laughs) thanks aj thank you for listening to not your mama's christian podcast make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review to support the podcast